Nothing on the internet, you're relaxing, feeling good. Next thing that you know, you're seeing. Fortune in the neighborhood. Come on, run on the magic fool bus. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Alan Brown, and I'm here with Johnny Kelso and Winston Smith. Ah, guys, I recently bought a you know, I, I was so inspired by Johnny Kelso. He sh- he shared a photo of a, this oh. pool that he put in his backyard and, and oh, yes. you know, just how chill it looks. And I was like, man, that looks great. So I went out and I bought one of those like $10 baby blue pools for my dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought, you know what? This is going to be fun. They, I, they've never been in water like this. I'm going to buy them a pool. It's summer's coming. It's the perfect time. And they do not like water. They drowned. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're not that small. But, I mean, they didn't hate it, but they did not... Spl- you see the dogs in the videos running around, splashing, jumping in the water, right. going crazy with the hose. They just stood there in the pool, frozen. <laughs> and I was like, well, that was $10 well spent, you know? Yeah. But at least they Have didn't hate it. You know, they weren't clawing or biting to get out. Good thing you didn't go for like a 15-foot pool. I don't <laughs> <laughs> go in the big one. But I, th- I think dog, it's yeah, something I can, it too. I, yeah, I can work my, with it. I can work my, with that. My Doberman, before this dog that I had, my Doberman fucking loved the water. He would right. jump yeah. in and fucking go to town. We'd lo- we, we'd take him to the beach and let him go, and he would fucking go and catch some waves and come back. No. Not this guy. This guy. <laughs> we, we, Same we, thing, we, huh? We accidentally, like, spill liquid, and he fucking bolts. He's like, no, poof. <laughs> he was a cat in another life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to send this to you. It looks so hilarious. I'm literally just flipping through Flipbook, looking at, at headlines, and I see this fucking picture of Elon Musk as an AI generated baby. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> it's no. so fucking cute. <laughs> that is adorable. It, it weirds me out. <laughs> it fucking weirds me out. It almost looks like that <laughs> fake baby from the last of the Twilight series movies. Oh god. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's creepy in adorable ways. You know who it is. You know who it is. You're like, that's exactly what he looked like as a baby. <laughs> I bet he looked nothing like this. <laughs> is there a fucking image of him as an infant? Well, now if I look for Elon Musk baby photos, that's all that's oh, going to come that's up. All that's, gonna, that's it. It's gone viral. Because yeah, it's gone viral. Damn it. Not as cute. Not this as cute. Real one. Oh no. hell no! That's not Elon. Wh- which <laughs> one's not e- Elon. which one? Which one's Elon in this photo? Does it huh? matter? It does. Elon's the one <laughs> on the left because his eyes are too close and his forehead's too big. So that's Elon. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, the structure of his nose too. That's that's what I told you. I mean, it's like. He he already has like a, a large baby head. So yeah. <laughs> so when you when you put that head on an actual baby, then it it's looks like, like it makes that's sense. what happened. He grew into it his head. He grew right. into his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 
He still kind of has that condescending look that Elon sometimes yes. gets. <laughs> like they just told him, no, he cannot have another piece of candy. Really, mother? I cannot have another piece of candy. Five seconds of that stare, I bet he got it. What's your BMI? <laughs> oh, man. Well, that that is uh, uh, what we're actually talking about today is uh, SWAT, Paramore, Celery Stock. Oh, wait, no. Uh, swatting parasocial <laughs> relationships and celebrity stalking. But in the meantime, we have another little headline here from Johnny Kelso. So, you know, we're always talking about how the earth the is going to shit and the right. world is ending. And this is just, you know, to further, to further uh, prove that it is. Uh, there's a, a town near... North Car- North Carolina uh, mountains, and they have had the fifth earthquake in two weeks at a three point two magnitude. Week. It yeah. sounds like Cobra yeah. Commander finally got his weather dominating machine <laughs> operating. <laughs> the past the past year has seemed like that actually. Crazy. Five. Could you imagine five? Like, you know, after three, they come was on. packed up and left. Right. <laughs> But do you like, even like surely this is the last one and by, by the f- <laughs> by the fifth one do you even like acknowledge it or you just go about your day yeah just you know like yeah here we go again to work now just you don't even get the day off anymore right <laughs> <laughs> we got three that's enough guys come it's, on it's like when, when the blizzards hit you know the northern towns and they're like uh you still got to get to work bro. You still, yeah you after, after the fifth day like, you gotta like, find your fuck, way down it snows here. it snows down here in texas and you get three fucking days with no light <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened i was i was watching the day of the earth stood still yesterday <sighs> And uh, we noticed, me and my friends noticed that there's a impending doom, right, on, on the earth. And it's on the news everywhere. And the cities are like dead quiet. Nothing is on. Electricity is off and all over the world. And then they, there's, a, there's a cut to a factory somewhere. And the workers are still going hard in the middle of Armageddon. They're they did off. not get their shift off. They they didn't get the they didn't oh, get the day off. They still just, fucking yeah. They they hey. had them working, dude. We still got thirteen days left, buddies. Come on. <laughs> I'm not I'm not using up my vacation time in case this blows over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they still you know they they bad. still think it's a conspiracy. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. They're not gonna yeah, get not gonna catch news. me off guard. Fake news coming out of China. <laughs> oh man on a lighter uh, note there was a dude on tiktok that i saw who posted a video of him pretending to be dead <laughs> every day for like 300 for almost a fucking year like 320 some days was it 321 days what? he posted a video of him lying in random places as a corpse <laughs> and he kept, what, what? they kept tagging CSI. <laughs> and then finally CSI is like, all right, dude, you can come be a dead body on our show. Are you kidding <laughs> me? <laughs> dude, that's like when that guy landed the, the guy who was in the Judas Priest cover band landed the gig of being Judas Priest's new lead singer. Nice. Holy shit. Is that true? 
That's true. Uh, what after Ripper? Oh my! It better not have been Ripper. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up. That's cool. Uh, article incoming, I guess. No, no, it, yes. it was Ripper. Ripper was was the fucking weasel Rip- his way Tim, into it. Tim Ripper Owens, who had previously sung <laughs> in Winter's Bane and a Judas Priest tribute band called British Steel, was hired in 1996 as Judas Priest's new singer. No fucking way. Yeah, and you you remember that movie? Um, oh my god, with Marky Mark, where he play, oh. plays that lead singer. Oh. Dragon Heart? No, not Dragon Heart. Steel Dragon. Steel fucking Dragon. dragon. That's based on that. No fucking way. Yeah, he's he's in a tribute band and he gets hired to be the lead singer of the actual band itself. What great fucking movie though. Great soundtrack. Oh yeah, it's it's up there with fucking Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Fuck yeah. Steel Dragon, dude. I actually have some Steel Dragon on my fucking playlist. Me too. And we all die young. You know what? This is a great segue. Speaking of dragons, <gasps> we have a, a segment from Makale and Bambe, Johnny Kelso. Do you want to tell right. us a bit more about that? So my uh, correspondent <laughs> from, from the South... <laughs> Uh, so he's making his way through the uh, top cryptids, and uh, he just sent in his new uh, his new endeavor. Mokel Mbebe here with another episode of our Top 10 Cryptids Countdown. So far, we have already covered the Mongolian Death Worm, more like Spaghetti Worm, and the North American Thunderbird. Or as we call it, all over the rest of the world, it's just Thunder. Hey. Moving on. Today we are taking a look at what are collectively known as phantom cats. Now this sounds especially spooky. A spectral or ghostly feline could be a fearsome sight. We are here in the beautiful Sydney, Australia. And I'm joined by Angus. Is that right, Angus? Angus, that's close enough. Yeah, mate. I'm named after me great-grandfather. He actually served in World War II. Oh, that's incredible. What regiment was he in? The SS uh, 104th. Okay, we, we won't touch that one. Nothing. But let's talk about what we're really here for, the phantom cats. Oh, yeah, mate. Well, we've had many sightings of these big cats all over Australia. The most famous would have to be the Blue Mountains Panther. Ah, oh, the Black Panther. Now that is a cryptid after my own heart. Yeah, well, over a century now, the Blue Mountains Panther has roamed the countryside around here, terrifying the locals and even attacking some of them. The people have been attacked? Oh, yeah. We've had victims with deep lacerations and everything. The survivors described being ambushed by a large feline. My goodness. And just how enormous was this creature? Well, one victim said it was huge. Could have been 140 to 150 pounds at least. Uh, 150 pounds? At least. But that's not a large cat. That's not even a small tiger. 150 pounds? Are you kidding me? That's like a pet pussy cat for Mokel and Bebe. I don't believe this. You know what I think it is? I think it is just some big cat that escaped from the zoo or a circus. Ate a bunch of 
dingles, and is no more dangerous than a fat house cat with sharp claws. Well, the victims were mauled pretty bad. Oh, the victims. But they're a bunch of pussycats, too. I would stump the Blue Mountain Panther, flatten the Carolina Panthers' chances at winning the Super Bowl. Now get out of here and go play with your little kitty cat. Pfft. That's all for today. This pussycat man is completely busted. I'm wasting my time. Well, that, that was very cool. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break now, and, and uh, here's a word from our sponsor. Do you suffer from excess gas, bloating, or diarrhea? Well, it sounds like your stomach is a pussy. And it's time for you to check out the latest medical advancement in gut health. Presenting the all-new Gut Punch. Gut Punch. Just one packet of our Gut Punch powder per hour for the next six to eight weeks, and your gut will be pushing out the biggest and baddest stools you've never imagined. Gut Punch revitalizes the gut through the use of modern space-age coating designed to fortify the gut lining like a support wall of intensity. No more embarrassing silent leaks. No more doubling over like a sissy little girl with a tummy ache. Stand tall and proud and flex those gut muscles with all-new Gut Punch. Gut Punch. Gut Affiliated with the American Medical Association, do not take gut punch if you are applying to become pregnant. Nursing mothers should avoid taking gut punch for at least nine to ten months. Consult a physician immediately if you experience any of the following symptoms: nausea, bloody vomiting, dizziness, hot or cold flashes, dry mouth, really dry mouth, profuse sweating, loss of vision, leg tremors, wandering, liver impotence, uncontrollable erections. Gut punch is not available in all states. See website for availability. Call now for your free sample today. And now we're back, and we're going to toss it to our cultural attaché, Winston Smith. Oh, thank you very much, Alan. So today we are continuing my journey through the MCU library. We've already done Iron Man 1. We've done The Incredible Hulk. So what's next? Well, of course, Iron Man 2. You know, when the original Iron Man became a huge hit at the box office and it set up a bigger world, you know, with the post credit scene, we all knew it was only a matter of time before a sequel was greenlit, and sure enough, by 2010, Iron Man 2 hit the big screen. I think most people probably thought a sequel was no longer the gamble the first Iron Man was, but certain things did kind of, you know, there were some wrenches thrown into production. You know, obviously the biggest one would be the recasting of Colonel James Rhodes, who was played by Terrence Howard and now being played by Don Cheadle. And I already mentioned during my first Iron Man review that I do prefer Howard over Cheadle. Uh, And I'll even explain a little bit more why here. Cheadle's a fine actor. I have nothing negative to say about him. But Howard, I think he just seemed much more like a straight-cut soldier. You know, he looked and acted and sounded like a soldier. Cheadle's role kind of came off almost like another jokey Tony Stark. You know, which we didn't need. You know, that was already Robert Downey Jr. He was the jokey, sarcastic one. Terrence Howard, he was more almost like the straight man to Stark. He seemed more serious, and I think that really helped balance out Tony's character. So that's really why I do prefer Terrence Howard over Don Cheadle. But overall, Cheadle, I think, did very well. The story this time has Tony Stark dealing with the fallout of his revelation that he is, in fact, Iron Man, with the world governments trying to recreate his arc reactor technology. And one, Ivan Vanko, played by the always phenomenal Mickey Rourke, finally succeeded. Rourke is genuinely creepy as Vanko and has an air of menace all around him. I would have loved to have more scenes between him and Tony Stark together. We do get who we do get scenes 
with though is Justin Hammer played so over the top fantastic by <laughs> Sam Rockwell who yeah. almost manages to steal the movie away from Robert Downey Jr. I do say almost because at the end of the day Robert Downey Jr. is a star and he once again brings all the charm and charisma to the role which borrows a little bit from Demon in the Bottle. I mentioned the Demon in the Bottle story arc last time which was Tony's big alcoholic uh, story arc in the comics. Here it's a little different. Tony's drinking and partying are starting to get out of a hand because of the blood poisoning he's experiencing from his arc reactor. I think it was a very oh. nice twist that the thing that is keeping him alive is also slowly killing him. You know, so his story arc in the movie and honestly starting from the first movie and pretty much continuing through most of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is his self-destructive nature that really comes through here a lot and something that we kind of see recurring throughout. And it's only through the intervention of S.H.I.E.L.D. with a returning Nick Fury and the introduction of Natasha Romanoff, the Black Widow, as played by Scarlett Johansson, that he's able to kind of pull himself through this. I know a lot of people didn't really like this aspect of the movie because they felt it was kind of needless filter that didn't really add much to the story. But I did like it because, honestly, it was for the overall greater good of the MCU. You know, it's still in its early stages, so they're still yeah. trying to kind of trying to find their footing and all that. So I didn't mind it in the movie at all. And in the end, the movie overall is just really good. You know, the CGI is still good. The action is frenetic. The story's fun. The cast does work really well together. And let's be honest, at this point, audiences just couldn't wait to get more Tony Stark action in the theater. There was no chance this movie would fail. Also, I didn't mention this in my original review of Iron Man 1, but Clark Gregg as Agent Phil Coulson is such a delight, and I'm glad to see him return, not just here for a few scenes with Tony Stark, but he gets to participate in what is one of my favorite of the Phase 1 post credit scenes. At the end of this movie, his car pulls up somewhere in the New Mexico desert. He gets down makes a phone call saying we've found it and then we get a shot of a crater and as the camera pans down we move right into the crater where we get a brief glimpse of Mjolnir before a clap of thunder cuts the screen to black. I was awashed with ecstasy when I saw this in the movie theater. Yeah, I, just got, I, I got Frizzon. You know Frizzon? Oh my god. <laughs> you, you know Frizzon? 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 No, I don't know Frizzon. No, that's that's the 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 like the tingles that you get from oh, like yes. experiencing like a beautiful piece of music or or something like that. I no, I'm saying I literally got it right now as you were describing. Oh, thank you. As you were describing <laughs> the scene, I I saw it so vividly and I I love it. That's like like I said, easily one of my favorite of the post credit scenes. Like when I saw that, I I have full confidence in the Thor movie that I knew was really? going to be next. Yeah. So I had negative it, thoughts. Yeah. You did? Because I wasn't that big a fan of, of uh, Thor in the, Thor? the comics or the co or the the, the uh, cartoons either. Uh-huh. And uh, they did blow my fucking mind with, with the movies, though. Like, oh, awesome. And, 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 and I'm going to talk about this in, on my Thor review, but yeah. So, so over, overall, I, I give Iron Man 2 a, a very strong 8 on the Congo scale. You know, it's not as good as the first. You know, that first one really knocked it out of the park, but it was a heck of a follow-up that really managed to tell an action-packed story, and it sets up the next few years of movies. And yeah. so I think it's it deserves its place in, in one of the, the most enjoyable of, the, of that phase one MCU movies. 
Was was that? Uh, I had a, a a thought just now. Was it the first time a superhero reveals their identity in a movie? I would so, say yes, so especially brazenly, as, because as brazenly as he did it. Yeah, that's what I felt like made it feel different at the end of of Iron Man, and then now we. We all want to know what's going to happen as a result of that. Batman's mm-hmm. never done that. Mm-hmm. Superman's like, never done that. We need to watch it. So, like you said, it, it, there was no chance it was going to fail. We all know who Superman is. <laughs> fucking glasses and expecting. Hey, not to if know you, who you squint are. at that guy, does he not look like? I will say this one thing in Superman's defense: Can either of you two tell me what? any one of the newspaper reporters in your city looks like. That's a good point. That's a good point. There we go. <laughs> but none of them uh, moonlight as a superhero. Yeah. Right. That is, yeah. that is very well reported on. We don't know what on. they look like. You what know? about Spider-Man? He's a what photographer. No one looks at the photographer. But he wears a mask, though. Yeah, he's saying. masked up. Oh, yeah. He's wearing a mask. I recognize, recognize his head shape. That <laughs> head no, shape, that's though. not me, guys. <laughs> he's got to be carrying the camera to get those fucking shots. Uh, <laughs> no. Slicking his way through the city with the camera <laughs> hanging down his neck. <laughs> no, you, you want to know something more interesting. In Superman's defense, Henry Cavill walked around uh, Times Square, I believe it was, and he was telling people, yeah, that's me. I'm Superman. And people Shut didn't up. believe him. People Shut didn't believe up. him. Yeah. No. <laughs> They're like, no. I mean, you kind of look like God him, but no, it. you're not. So it is plausible then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do think that the two, two things, I got two more things in Superman's defense. Number one is if you watch that first movie with Christopher Reeve, there's a scene where he's picking up, well, Clark Kent is picking up Lois to take her out to like some dinner or something. And she goes to, to the other room to, to get ready. And he's thinking over like, okay, should I tell her I'm Superman? And he, there's this great moment where he takes off his glasses and he straightens up and his posture changes. Oh, and even yeah, his yeah. voice changes the way he's just like, Lois, you know. And people are like, holy cow, you can totally see yeah. How it could be a completely different, like you, you would not look at Clark Kent the same way you look at Superman, just based on that performance of Christopher Reeve. Like he made it look like he's playing two completely different characters. Huh. And then the <laughs> the other thing in his defense is that it happened to me when I was working with the LWA guys. <laughs> I I I was you know I was working with the with the Laredo Wrestling Alliance and I I actually just gotten started like I only been there like a month or two, and I saw I went to to the grocery store and I saw this guy working there, with these thick pair of like super, almost Superman <laughs> glasses and I'm like Shut wow up. that guy totally looks like this wrestler that I know and I'm just like. I'm like that guy looks like Burhan. Like that's crazy how much he looks like him. And then like a week or two later, I, I see his manager. I'm like, hey, does 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 he work? And I saw this guy who works at this grocery store. He really looks like him. Like, oh no, that's him. That's his job. But he, the, 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 the pair of glasses. The, end of there, like, ah, uh, the like pair him. of glasses totally threw me off. Where I was like, what? Nah, it's not him. He doesn't wear glasses. I'm, I'm gonna go to work tomorrow without my glasses and see what happens. See, nobody recognizes you. Like, I'm gonna oh. start working like a hard charger and shit. They're gonna be, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> 
no. Yeah. We're gonna and we're gonna link those uh, videos uh, uh, on the, oh, yeah. the show notes because I yeah I've seen that Christopher Reeves one, the uh, Henry Cavill one is. He's standing in front That's of the billboard for the movie. He's wearing, wearing the Superman, the Superman shirt. shirt. He's wearing yeah. a Superman shirt. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you're not Superman. You're he's, a, he's at least five <laughs> inches taller than you. Yeah. Oh, he's you're a big fan. <laughs> you're the fucking witcher, bro. <laughs> no, man, this is, the, this is the first one, so nobody recognized him. Wow. That's hilarious. So someone's like, dude, you could be like a stand-in for Superman, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Ooh! Man. Anybody see Spider Man? I did. I caught yesterday the new Spider Man. The, the across new the Spider Verse. Yeah. No, I really like the first one though. Dude, so I, I do want to see this one. It's they're fucking knocking it out of the fucking park, dude. All right. I was having trouble with with my fucking emotional management right. during that whole <laughs> fucking movie, man. Let it out. Let That's it awesome. out. It was fucking. It was flowing, bro. Lots of fucking no. times. Wow. It was fucking good, but get this, dude! I had the fucking weirdest reaction. At the got end this of a rash on my arm. I <laughs> 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 got bit by a spider in the theater. <laughs> um, weirdest reaction I've ever seen as a community at the end of a fucking good movie. Right. Everybody was booing and got pissed off. What at the end of the movie? I guarantee you, we all thought it was a great fucking movie. Uh huh. Yeah. Everybody was pissed off. Oh shit! All my kids. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Right, I'm right. Now we, everybody has now. to go watch and see what, what's up. I was like, the standard reaction is applause. You know, applause. Yeah. Dude, Wipe away the was, tear. It was fucking like you fucking kidding me. Yeah. Fuck huh. you. And he wakes and up then, from a dream. That was a fucking good movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> fucking crazy. That, Never felt that that's way. That's interesting. All right. Put it on the schedule. Do it. Yeah. Well, gang, it's time to talk about our full scoop topic of the day, which is parasocial relationships. And I've had um, a pair of social a- relationships sometimes. <laughs> just just a pair. I've never Took had a, a paramecium. Pair. <laughs> oh. It's a paramecium brain. A paramecium. Two mesiums. <laughs> well, uh, let me let me open the floor by asking, um, what are parasocial relationships as you understand them? Uh, what's the oh, it's for anyone who's never heard of it. It's sort of where it's one-sided, really. You know, only one person is feeling this towards the other person, and the other person probably doesn't even know that they're feeling this towards them. You know, and, and and not just like in a way of like, oh, I've got a crush on this this girl, and she doesn't really know me. Like, no, like you're imagining like this whole relationship with them. Yeah, you've constructed a, oh. an entire relationship in in your mind that does not exist. Like, did you guys see Joker? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With with uh, we're talking about the latest Heath one, Ledger, right? no, I'm just <laughs> Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Where he, yeah. he imagines he has this relationship with his neighbor that she's his girlfriend. Yeah. And then we finally see them interact and she's terrified because she doesn't know who I mean, she doesn't really know who he is. He just saw right. her one time. He's like, That's my girlfriend. Right. Wow. Zazie Beats. Is that his name? 
Yeah, I forgot about that aspect of that. The the other thing is that they're they're perhaps becoming more frequent now because of uh, of social media and <sighs> my TikTok like, boyfriend. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, bingo right. though. My TikTok and, and not just TikTok, right? Like before TikTok, there was um, other short form media. You go back yeah. as far as vines and. And on YouTube, people were vlogging their whole lives. And you have an audience that can now catch up with everything that's going on in someone else's life and feel connected to them, even though the content creator has no idea who the fuck that person in the audience is. They are. Right. Hmm. I don't even like Not us, though. We know all our listeners and love them. Yeah, yes. We we know exactly who you are and we feel you. Keep those reviews coming. Friends forever. But yeah, I don't even like doing that to my the people I know. Like, I fucking hate just seeing everything on Facebook. Uh huh. And everything is fucking there. And when when we see each other, I have nothing. There's to nothing talk to talk about. about. I already them. gave you a thumbs up. It, it turns into a one sided parasocial relationship where I'm just talking because I already know everything about them. And I'm like, this this kind of sucks. Uh, obviously, social media has really changed it because growing up, you know, I knew about these types of relationships and it was mostly relegated to television, you right. know, because that's where like that's who as an audience you would see the most like you weren't going to the movies every day. There wasn't a new Tom Cruise movie every day, but your favorite TV show could have like a new episode like every week or if they're in reruns, you are watching them every day. Right. And so that's where you had that constant contact and interaction was through, through television. And obviously, you know, it's expanded to social media, bloggers, YouTubes, influencers, all that stuff. Was Buffy your girlfriend? I was old enough that I did not imagine that when I started (laughs) watching Buffy. You started imagining other things. (laughs) It was was consensual. You know what? (laughs) In high school, I knew my limits. I was going to shoot my shot with Willow, not Buffy. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) What? I, Um, I know we're going to like really get into like just the whole aspect of, you know, the celebrity worship and, and yeah. all this, obviously, the negative side of, of no, but now everybody's Paris. a celebrity. Now everybody's kind of a celebrity, yeah. Right, yeah. I, I agree. It, it's to uh, the but point be, where it's getting we, closer. It's getting closer. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, for sure, now kind of guaranteed their own fifteen minutes of fame, which people used to want, so but now you, you you don't want to go viral for the wrong thing. Right. You know, I but mean, the, before point, before we get in, before we get into that, thing. I do want to talk a little bit about the positive side of parasocial relationship Ooh, because there is like it, it it doesn't have to be inherently completely self-esteem booster yeah. barney was my so friend yeah yeah there, there are <laughs> there's some the good end. things like like first of all scientists you know like some people think like oh if you're if you're in that kind of person it's because you're totally lonely and isolated and scientists actually have not found a conclusive link to developing parasocial relationships with somebody and you yourself being lonely or oh. isolated Per- no, perf- nice. Perfectly normal people can develop perfectly these types. Normal delusional <laughs> person. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the uh, fuck? <laughs> you know, for for adults, it actually can be 
to form these relationships. And I'm going to go back and use television as, as an example. Right. It can be sort of a form of stress relief, you know, because you're seeing familiar faces. Oh, there's Oprah again. Oh, you know, Johnny Carson, you know, when, when he was hosting The Tonight Show. Jay Leno, you know, Jimmy Kimmel. Like you form these relationships and they kind of they're talking to you because they're talking at the TV screen. So it's right. like they're talking to you and you empathize with them and you get their humor. You, you, you enjoy spending that hour with them and you feel good about yourself. You don't have to take it to the level of, you know, Hinkley, you're going to go kill somebody. But it, it does make you feel good to have these relationships. You know, if you can manage your emotions, as right. we've talked about previously, right. it's okay. For children, it actually helps them learn and develop. And it's the same oh. thing, you know, Mr. Rogers, Teletubbies, the Wiggles, they all talk to the screen. They're talking to the child and the kids form a relationship with their favorite character and oh. they learn if, if their neighbor. favorite character is modeling a behavior or trying to teach them something, they are more likely to learn from that character that they've already established that connection with. So it, it is helpful for for learning and the kid and it helps their imagination so they're because they're interacting emotional manipulation yeah <laughs> and i'm gonna tell you guys right now i don't think i've ever i've never told anybody this but i distinctly remember doing that growing up as a kid with chippendale's rescue rangers i would imagine myself having adventures with chip and dale going on and trying to stop fat cat or, or you know, all the villains. Like, I remember being on the couch. I want to be where, with the heroes, you know. I want to help people out. Like, that was my thing. I totally remember doing that. I'm like, I had a parasocial relationship with Chip and Dale. Man, I would hang out with Baloo. Yeah, there you go. See? Wow. The bare necessities. Yeah. But not, that, not Baloo for the Jungle Book. Baloo from, uh, what's the other show? Tailspin. 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 When he's flying, when he's a pilot. I to be a oh, fucking pilot with him. Yeah. Gotcha. Come on, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Let's fly this bitch. <laughs> Let's <laughs> land it, Baloo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, so there, it's, it's, <laughs> That's pretty so cool, So it's dude. not inherently negative in and of right. itself to develop these types of parasocial Until relationships. Until you're 30 years old. And right. Unless you take it too far, which I feel we're going <laughs> to... We're gonna discuss that. Right we are now. gonna get into that. <laughs> uh, a, a more, a more um, modern take on that is uh, this Blippy character, who I hated at first, but has actually helped my daughter like learn a lot of concepts that I'm just. That you, you, know, that you were gonna say? I've, I've picked so. up a few things from him now. Yeah, <laughs> that bastard. It's my compa. No, but I, I, I get it now. I get it why they create these these characters, and. You know, it's a little cringy to us, but that character needs right. to establish a relationship as a friend to the, to the kid. They, they did a study where, where they they studied, like, a group of kids, and they took, like, I can't remember who it was, but let's say they took Big Bird, yeah. you know, and they had Big Bird try to teach kids a certain concept. You know, Big Fluffy Bird. And then they took a different uh, character to from another country or culture that the oh, kids yeah. aren't familiar with oh. and try to do the same thing. And the kids were not as receptive with the character they didn't know. With Big Bird, uh, they were able to learn well, and it was understand Big Bird from versus him. Johnny Chimpo. 
totally different uh you know different level of, of, of different level of emotional intelligence for the little children there but uh, yeah and, uh, so there is something about establishing that connection with kids to help them learn that's that's super crazy um mm. well we we touched on celebrity worship and that's the next uh bit that we're gonna talk about here because a parasocial relationship isn't necessarily you know directly linked with celebrity worship but i I think it's the next step if you do lack that emotional management (laughs) then it could develop into worshiping um someone that you see and as we talked about celebrities now anybody can be a celebrity and that's it so it's it's uh easy uh, easier now, I think, to develop a relationship with someone who's not on TV. Maybe to, they're just only on TikTok, but they post so much, you mm-hmm. feel like you know everything about their lives. Yeah. And, um, you know, the celebrity worship can take on many forms. Um, some people uh, will get like plastic surgery to look like their favorite celebrity. Oh, wow. uh, some people will build altars and stuff, you know, and, and, uh, the, the worst part is probably the, the stocking because, yeah. uh, you know, they'll, they'll feel like they're entitled to having time with that celebrity. And, uh, Winston, you mentioned John Hink- Hinckley Jr. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that doesn't know, he, uh, attempted to assassinate Ronald Reagan um, this would have been what seventies. So in in the in the seventies, because he believed that the attack would impress actress Jodie Foster, with whom he had developed an erotomanic obsession um, after watching the movie Taxi Driver. So I've actually never seen Didn't that movie, but. <laughs> Emotional management, Johnny. Good job. <laughs> I, didn't try to, I didn't try to go and kill the president. <laughs> <laughs> He's so dumb. That doesn't impress her. She doesn't like that. <laughs> so erotomania is a, a delusional disorder in which the individual believes that another person, usually of higher status, is in love with him. So kind of see how it ties into that parasocial relationship, but it's a, it's a more extreme form. Um, but there are also... Like I, I wanted to talk about that entitlement that fans have over Dude. the celebrities that Dimebag Daryl. Oh yeah. my god, that was yeah. terrible. Fucking put him put his lights out because he was leaving Pantera. Right. Like who does that? Like you you don't know what he was gonna put out, man. Like he could have gone on to make some amazing, more great whatever music. Whatever the fuck it was. Right. But no, it had to be fucking Pantera. And this dude was so fucking obsessed, he went and fucking shot him on stage. Damn, I actually didn't know that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he took fucking two fucking 12-gauge shotgun rounds to his chest, por pendejo. Damn. Um, and that... Wait, they they uh, they killed him there? Uh, oh, yeah. In they the, put his ass away right then and there. Right then and there. Mm-hmm. We should just toss it to you to tell it as a story, but uh, <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll try and piece it together. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's an entitlement that fans have, and um, to the point where I, actually that's that's where I was going to go with it. That 
sometimes celebrities want to take a break or they just want to have some privacy while they're not filming or not on a show or something. Yeah. And, you know, the the paparazzi have a lot to do with this too because they're uh, they yeah. need to take those photos to feed the I still band. can't believe that that's legal to have a swarm of people just come up to you yeah. and shove a bunch of cameras in your face which all right I kind of get that but when they're swarming right. your car right. how is that when, not when, a crime once they obstruct you from yes. being on your way Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, I feel like no sympathy do. for any of those fuckers that get their cameras smashed into their fucking faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That if you're that close that I can sm- fucking punch you, you're too close, man. You're too close. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, close, there's, there's no, like you say, like once they're impeding, like it, I've, I've seen videos, like it takes them like 10, 15 minutes to tr- pull out of a mm-hmm. parking spot because they're right. trying not to kill these idiots. Yeah. They're going to have that in the metaverse, by the way. Uh, uh, oh, you know your personal space. It's oh, yeah. be like a bubble, yeah, they, so people they, can't they like do. just like come in and mm-hmm. be on your face. Oh, there's uh, there's there's personal um, boundaries in in uh, what's the weirdest one? VR chat. VR, VR chat, chat can get pretty crazy, right? And they have boundary spaces that anybody it'll it'll prevent anybody from getting that close, right? We the day the day <laughs> they invent a way <laughs> to punch somebody through a computer screen, I guarantee you all that trolling and all that obnoxious behavior is going to see a huge decline. You know? All it takes is one. Yes, sir. No, sir. I don't even believe in that. Kid, oh my God. The, the whole fucking, what, what do you call it? Cyberbullying. Oh, Get oh, the cyber fuck kid out of here with that. You sound like that Jordan Peterson a, a, right now. That is a real <laughs> no. That is a real bad emotional management Talk skills you. at play right there, bro. And you okay. don't have to log on there. Yes no. and no. Oh, yes, okay. like you're you're, you're totally correct about that. Like you could ignore, it. but a lot of this starts through like social media and the cyber world, and it carries over to like school life. You know, especially if there's something. Then punch him in the fucking face. That's what you know. That's if we could do that through the computer, we we cut out the middleman. You know, and we just take care of nip it in the bud. Come come see me for real. You know, (laughs) fuck. Uh, I don't know. I just think they 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 lack that. I don't know what. And and as but as we as we talked about in our last episode, that's a. Uh, learn behavior, and if it's right. if, if you if it's right. learnable, that means it's teachable, and so we're oh, not teaching it. My son comes over, right? He was had his head down, kind of moping. I'm like, "What's up?" What He's like, "Hey, Dad, what's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb?" <laughs> <laughs> that was another day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he uh, he was sad. And I'm like, "What's mm-hmm. up? What's going on?" I thought you were playing on the VR. He's like, "Yeah, but this kid keeps." Bullying me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? He's like, yeah, we're playing this game and he keeps bullying me. And, uh, and I'm like, so? Why are you sad? He's like, he's saying mean things. I'm like, fuck no. Bring the headset right now. <laughs> oh Let's my go. God. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to teach you something we learned the hard way in, in fucking high school and we'd get together and fucking play Halo and shit. And, you, you gotta, you gotta shit talk. You gotta shit talk. You, gotta know, how to, you know, he's like eight years talk. old. You're like, I'm gonna teach you what we Fuck learned yeah. in high school. Yeah. Well, it's because we didn't have 
that when we were eight years old, but now it's at their fingertips, and they need to learn it a lot faster. They got to learn I these skills. It. That's a very good point. Valuable life and skills. I also taught them when. I let them find out when. I'll, I'll, uh. I'll get to that. Watch. So we go back, and I put the headset on. And it's really cool. The VR, you can actually go back and see everybody you played with. Right. And you can go and invite them and join whatever they're doing and stuff. And I'm like, find this motherfucker right now. Find him. I was like, I'm, let, let me show you what to do with this. And he blogs back in. Granted, it's a little fucking kid that I had to destroy, but I had to do it. Right. <laughs> it it's virtual, so <laughs> fuck him. And uh, if he goes and cries to daddy, then uh, it's daddy's turn to fucking fix that, you know? Yeah. So we get in the game, and he starts talking his shit. And I start destroying, you know, his mother and his father. And, <laughs> you know, if he had a sister, she went down, too. <laughs> and we, I tore him up, and the dude's like, "Oh!" Eventually, he logged out, and I'm like, "Did you see what happened?" He's like, he was laughing because you can you can see what everything everything I'm doing on the phone. I oh, can gotcha. it. oh so yeah. he's watching me. Fucking, you're on multiple him. screens here. Yeah, dude, I'll come around and fucking do like a jump kill in his face. Like, tore him up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got shit. I'm like, you need to take that shit talking elsewhere, and and he did. He left, right. and and he's like. So I can say those things? I'm like, hey, as long as your mother doesn't fucking hear you. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Not my problem. It's like, we had to deal with it. Mom walked in and we'd get a fucking random punch in the fucking mouth for saying shit. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know? And it's a little harder with VR, dude, because it's fucking hilarious. He's in the game and he's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, you little punk. And, and mom's standing right next to him. Yeah. And I'm like, you want to get it? Get sensible. But I, but I let sensible. it happen. I let it happen because he needs to learn the distinction of when he can do it and when he can't. And if he's not smart enough to peek down through the bottom to see if anybody's around. See if the coast is clear. Yeah, then you're going to get in trouble. Uh, that's I another thought, one. I thought that's you two lessons in one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you were gonna, you know, go the uh, karate route of of only deploy it in self defense, and stand well, I mean, you're like, oh, no, you as long as you don't get caught, as long as you don't get caught. You know, I don't feel like my generation didn't really have to put up with that because all our multiplayer games were in person. The person yeah. was right <laughs> there next to you, <laughs> right, so yeah. you better be ca- you better know <laughs> what line you can or cannot cross. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you don't know which is going too far, and you know you've gone too far when they drop the remote, the controller, and yeah. they're getting out of their chair like, oh, oh crap. Oh, hey, hey, I'll, let you win. I'll let you win this one. <laughs> <laughs> you can pick the stage next level, I swear. I swear. Yeah, it's it's different now, man. I did catch the 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 explosion which fucking Halo brought, man. Halo was mm-hmm. just bunch of fucking punk kids all around the fucking world right. killing the shit out of each other, and that it just it brought the shit talking to a whole nother level. And if you weren't on par, man, you, you ain't going to make it. You're going to log gonna out. You're going to be frustrated because of what they're saying instead of what the game is, is you know, going on in the game. Right. But you got to always attack, like, because you know they're kids. Like, I'm teabagging you. Little boy, they haven't even dropped yet. So I, I don't know what you're I talking about. how to teabag in VR. It's awesome <laughs> because you actually teabag him in VR. I'm like, you got to get real down, real nice down low to the face. Get a good squat. Body. <laughs> See, now it's physical health also. 
along with emotional help. Uh, like that's a tea bag. Like don't ever tell your mother what that is. <laughs> <laughs> One no, day she's gonna came. come home. She's like, "Hey Johnny, I bought all these tea bags," and he's gonna look at you like, "Oh!" oh. <laughs> instantly just start laughing. Both yeah, of us. Exactly. <laughs> what is so funny? Yeah, for the longest time, I didn't even know what a tea bag was. I thought it was the, the physical. Like just that's it. <laughs> I didn't know where it came from. We don't drink tea. We're Mexican. We don't drink bro. tea. No, we don't. We never <laughs> were tea people. And if we did, we went and got the fucking leaves the and picked them from the outside. Oh, it, it wasn't. No, we weren't. We didn't buy fancy pouches. <laughs> it came from the outside, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but. Well. Coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was what? Entitlement? Oh, that's it? That's it. You're throwing it back to me? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was seeing if we were, we were still on topic. Uh, well, actually, one of you mentioned going too far and in person. And, oh. um, yeah, sometimes you, these stalkers go too far. And parasocial relationships go from parasocial to in-person um I don't know intrusion, uh, and and uh, there was a a stalker in the 1800s. His name was Edward Jones, and he was called the Buckingham Palace Intruder. He was caught in 1838 going through Queen Victoria's dressing room with her underwear stuffed down his pants. Oh He was my all God. holding a letter to the Queen. Um, and and so that sounds ridiculous. How is he enough. not executed on the spot? But are you well, kidding me? Oh, the whole, 1800s? <laughs> he he uh, did this multiple times. Multiple oh, times? Multiple times. It should have happened only... I would have given him once he and that's it. about it. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Queen Elizabeth's drawers stolen again. <laughs> Wait, you imagine oh. how he got him down his fucking pet. Do you remember how big their fucking underwears were? It was a whole set. You know? <laughs> the whole ruffles and shit. He had to put it on in order to hide it under I his clothes. Because he fucking looked ridiculous. <laughs> Sent him outside like that. Sent him outside like that. Let him walk through proud. the streets. He's all oh, proud. Man. How did they so, not draw and quarter him in the middle of London <laughs> he, as a warning? They sent him to the Navy. <laughs> not only was he not not executed, he was uh, not charged. They he gave was not charged. him a job. <laughs> they, they told him, stop doing that. You're <laughs> so good at breaking into the people's places. Navy. We want to give you a job in the military. Go infiltrate for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. He came back from drawers from all over the world. <laughs> they weren't too clear on my mission parameters, so this is what I did. They're like, do whatever, as long as you get us in. <laughs> right, you go do what you want. We'll do our own thing. You know? That's so good. Yeah, oh, uh, well, for the listeners who are not seeing this, um, yeah, he, he broke in multiple times. Not unclear how many times. But um, he continued to break into the palace until <laughs> uh, they sent him to the Navy. You know what? Um, I think so this was, was a facade, and that was her, her Sancho. Oh. oh! And she had to keep playing it off, like, oh, again? Uh, they yeah. just kept catching him on his way out. On his way out? With her drawers. <laughs> That's why she didn't Dude, execute the shit you out just of him. Solved, you just Boom. solved it. <laughs> 
took almost 200 years. They're like, dude, they caught you 10 times already, man. Get, nah, you got to go. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Poor uh, Queen Victoria. So this is a, a portrait of it. Apparently, he fell in love with her after seeing a portrait of her. And then he had to go do this. Like, he couldn't, you know, help it. That's the I nature hope, of the parasocial like, aspect that woman. of it. I yeah, hope it I wasn't want that, that portrait that we're looking at right now. Well, uh, that's what I was <laughs> going to get to. Us. What I if we can't know. control ourselves? Oh no! Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which grave. portrait. Uh, <laughs> we'll link both, but here's 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 let a portrait that came up in the story. Okay, now let me see B. And then it's and either then, the, the oh yeah, it was probably B. <laughs> it's no, B. definitely that's B. That's the one. <laughs> That, that was the best been, one. That I could was find been photoshopped it. for sure. <laughs> it's the filter. They had filters <laughs> yeah, even back then. They had TikTok filters back then. <laughs> <laughs> TikTokinus Anonymous. It's <laughs> <laughs> a painter's name. <laughs> <laughs> this is her posing, and then this is the result of that. Picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look Otherwise, how beautiful I am. <laughs> this is as I see you, Your Majesty. Right. <laughs> as you are. This is a portrait of your spirit. Oh, man. Uh, more recently, and we'll, uh, we'll link up this video as uh, top 10 famous stalkers. Um, and I ran through it real quick because I you know, wanted to see if there was some really interesting ones. So in, in 2009, a little bit more recently, uh, Olympic gold medalist Sean Johnson, and Sean, that's her, that's her name, uh, she was stalked by a man named Robert Orion. And Orion, he became obsessed with her after uh, she competed in the Olympics. Uh, but then she was on Dancing with the Stars. So he went to where they were rehearsing. And he was armed with two guns, duct tape, a uh, wooden club, and some oh. poetry. And he was basically... That's a fucking you know, party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, you one know, of these has got to win her over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the poetry fails, he's got backup. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was tackled by security and arrested, so he didn't make it. But um, tell me if this guy does not look like a like a like a stalker. Oh yeah! It, it, oh my god! It looks like alcoholic David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, he wasn't like David imagine Spade. Joe that movie Joe Dirt. Joker. If he was, yeah. a <laughs> 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 that's, that's who this guy is. There it is. Dude, I can picture the fucking security tackling him so fucking hard, and all the guns and all the sh equipment he had just poof, flies out of his pockets. He never got a chance to use it. The club flying, dunk 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 dunk, dunk, dunk. Cause then it just rolls. This guy, when I saw the photo, I was like, this guy has all the ethnicities. Like, uh, he's got a little wispy, like like the yeah. little classic. Asian uh, Chinese mustache, mustache with the long whiskers. <laughs> oh my god! A Spanish, a Spanish goatee. He's got, he's got the the chops. <laughs> he's got the mun chops. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's so Jesus. it was so crazy. Is that so, his ear? Um, what the? F yeah, I don't. Is half I don't of it know. bitten off. Did he try to mail it to her? <laughs> uh, he didn't have the guts to cut off an ear. Like, I'm just gonna shave. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe Van Gogh would have been one, but uh, unclear. <laughs> unclear. Didn't have enough documentation on that one. Uh, the last one uh, that I wanted to highlight from this video is pretty crazy. So uh, I'm going to read this as it was from this article. So it says, back in November 2012, 
we heard about the uncle and nephew duo arrested for plotting to kill and castrate Justin oh, Bieber. Oh, yeah. Mark Stake and his nephew, Tanner Ruane, were arrested after they took a wrong turn on the way to allegedly meet Bieber in New York City. <laughs> There, the two allegedly planned to murder and castrate the singer with garden shears. They were apparently, and here's the twist, operating under the instruction of 45-year-old Dana Martin, who is currently serving two consecutive life sentences in prison for raping and killing a 15-year-old girl. An is inmate set up uh, this operation with these two hitmen. I mean, but that was for the, the, the good of all mankind. <laughs> we, we How can you that. say that about Canada's most precious jewel, <laughs> Justin Bieber? I thought that was I Dana mean, clear, clear, clearly Is this before we're... or after the tattoos? I hope um, it's after. Uh, Justin Bieber's tattoos? Yeah. This, this was probably Because oh, I didn't mention anything about this, but this guy, Dana Martin, actually uh, had another prisoner draw, like, uh, tattoo him with Justin, like a face of Justin Bieber oh, or something no on his body. He was such a, uh, he had such What? an obsession. And the reason they were going to castrate him, nobody could. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No. Exactly. I told you I'm a fucking psychopath. <laughs> You're like, I totally get where where he's coming from, you know? Um, I thought you were going to say nobody knew, but this guy, Dana Martin, went on to change his last name and become president of the UFC. And <laughs> 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 yeah. like, you know, was it really the last name no. that was a problem there, Dana? <laughs> I swear, I thought you were going to tell me Dana Martin was like a house mom or something. No, that's that's a dude. It's, it's an old dude. 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 And uh, wow. he um, he wanted to have the um, uh, what is it? What do we call it here? The genitals, framed? the genitals. Yes, the, the whole genitals. That, that's, to keep so it. like imagine that like they had succeeded in doing this. How was he, an inmate, supposed to get Keister. and keep? Keister. Keister. He would be mad because he wanted to have sex with him first, though. perfectly shaped to contain the human penis. <laughs> <laughs> One would say it was made for it. Uh, there's, no way, there's no way his jealousy would have allowed him, would have allowed that to happen. <laughs> And it won't go off in a metal detector anyway. <laughs> you can waltz right in with a fucking penis in your hand. Nobody will care. <laughs> If you palm it the right way. <laughs> you need that kind of teller technique, you know? though. Like, yeah, the sleight of hand. He wore it on his thumb the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. You know we're we're laughing, but like this is clearly clearly It's the fucking the, serious. The I mean, serious like the these the serious are out there. The negative. Not all, them, not all of them are in prison, okay? Yes, oh, yeah. the the negative end of that spectrum of parasocial relationships. You know, Johnny right. brought up uh, uh, Dimebag Daryl. You know what happened, and essentially a lot of times what happens is it gets really bad when there's some type of a perceived breakup. And that's kind of what happened with oh, Dimebag right. Daryl there. You know, I, like thought the it, I thought it was coming from, he, he felt entitled that he's not doing what he wanted him to do. Right. So he, you know, it was like a hissy fit. That goes even deeper. Right. He felt like it was a fucking breakup. Yeah, he was leaving right. them. You're he's leaving our, our relationship. He's Holy leaving me. Shit. 
Because, because like once you said earlier, it's not necessarily about like it's not always a uh, boyfriend girlfriend relationship. Sometimes it's just you know that that like it could be a friendship or it could be another uh, relationship that is fabricated, and that's what happened. That's what happened here. You're yeah, and it's very similar with what what happened with uh, uh, Mark David Chapman and John Lennon. You know, he used to be a right. fan of John Lennon. He was a fan of his, but then, you know, when when Lennon, you know, who would, of course, talk about, you know, peace and love and, you know, all that stuff, but he was still living in, like, his fancy uh, condos mm. and all this money. Like, oh, to Mark right. David Chapman, that was kind of a betrayal of what yeah. Lennon said he, he stood for. And, like, he, you know, it was, oh, it's kind of like a breakup in his mind as well. Match. Yeah, yeah, and... and and that's kind of why he went after him, you know. So, like, that's where it gets really bad when there's this perception of some type of the, uh, you know, I. It doesn't have to be a breakup, but like the end of the relationship. Yeah. Right. Like that can definitely set them right, off. Right. So, in retrospect, keep your fucking emotions in check. <laughs> Learn how to take a breakup yeah. and be happy. Dude, I have a feeling I mean, we're going to be talking about that right emotional intelligence uh, episode like for the rest of the year, man. <laughs> I'm going to write a fucking <laughs> we'll keep book coming back to that. Keep Your Shit on Lock. Yeah, man. Um, I, I was going to write uh, a financial financial like um, uh, literacy one, a, bu- a budgeting book called uh, Get It Together. So, Ooh. you know, we mm-hmm. could each write one on different... Uh, aspects that we've learned here and uh, release it as a as a, 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 a pamphlet. Full scoop ensemble. Uh, yeah, yeah, an ensemble. Oh. Full scoop library. So memoir, let's work on that. Let's work on that. 2024. Keep up with the books. All oh, the memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Some, some memoirs. Memoirs. Uh, I love John Malkovich. <laughs> so, Can John uh, yeah, Malkovich that was it. Read the, in, the outro. Oh. Yes, because that's what we're getting to next. So I did like that reflection. Do we want to um, do want to add anything, Winston? Or what could um, I add? I mean, I feel Johnny Kelso nailed it perfectly. Beautiful. Now, who can do a John Malkovich? Who wants <laughs> to try it? Uh, Winston, I thought yours got think, got really good Winston last time we tried a good it. One, okay, right? let me. Yeah. Let me, which, which part do you want me to try? I, as much as you want. Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's let's, let's, the okay, let's go for it. See if any of it sounds usable. Okay. All right, right. You can find links for today's stories in the show notes. Next week, we will be talking about echo chambers. If you like what you hear, support us with a review wherever you listen to us it helps us grow the full scoop community and that keeps the lights on you have received the full scoop yummy <laughs> i like it i like it <laughs> it was it was verging on shatner it was i was getting a little shatner there yeah <laughs> it was like uh, it, it had a little bit of walking in there. A I'm, little trying to, Shatner. I'm trying to. The difference is Shatner's was almost a confused pause. Like what <laughs> is happening here with Malkovich? <laughs> it's getting more intense. intense. What is happening, happening. here? <laughs> <laughs> He's building. Something's pissing him off. <laughs> he can't quite. He can't quite articulate it. Oh man, that's so awful. <laughs>